Warning, this episode does contain language. Hmm. Henry Hammond smiled, his smile, his smile thick and hurting, hiding a story full of abuse and pain. Do tell me more about this regular old vampire. If you insist. So, what you're telling me is... Your vampire royalty? The blonde asked as he still couldn't believe the sudden news that was fond of him. Not only had Conrad been talking to an undead handsome man, turns out that same undead handsome man was an undead handsome royal. Uh, Prince to be exact, Senso clarified, though it didn't matter since you come Harry, that's still classified as being royal. Conrad scoffed. That's still royalty, you dingus. It's honestly pretty cool though. No wonder you're living in a place like this. This place I built for myself. My parents had nothing to do with this. Since I spoke in a calm tone, I wanted to live somewhere where no one would think of coming and where I could have peace and quiet. You sort of chose some wonderful place to build it. I love the view of the ugly form of buses and being woken up by the lovely crow singing. Come right, said your cashly, earning a chuckle from Sinso. I'm glad you're loving your home, honey. Sinso cooed lovingly. Come right, blushed and turned his head to the side. <laughs> The blonde faked the laugh and saw the deadly words and so sat up. Since the last someone before sensing himself, so you do admit this is your home? He smirked and placed his head on his palms. Come and rolled his eyes. I'm still mad at you now. The other side frowned, but you I'm kidding. I I've already told you I've forgiven you, Conrad said and smiled. I just want to save you a bit. Since returned a warm, bright smile to the other moon and left at Kaminari. By the way, Kaminari, the blonde looked at Sinso and hummed. Why did you forget me so easily? If I were you, I wouldn't have forgiven myself at all. Kaminari stared at Sinso. He thought of sudden said look the other had and hoped he was fiddling with his thumbs. And how he was fiddling with his thumbs as he awaited for the blonde's response. Kaminari thought a bit before opening his mouth and giving Sinso a response. Let's just say that I... Sensei looked at Kaminari, and they both locked eyes. Inside his chest, Kaminari felt his heartbeat increase, and something inside him swirled as he looked into the eyes of his. Those same eyes Kaminari had seen before, holding some sadness and pain. <coughs> I forgave you because... Because I... Knock, knock. Knocks and door echoed in the quiet mansion. Sensei stood off quietly, and... Senso stood up quickly and pulled out a silver dagger that Kaminari had frightened him with. The blonde eyed the weapon weirdly. He wondered how the older had that with him and why Senso would have the dagger. Kaminari was about to stand up and ask, but Senso placed an arm in his way, stopping him completely. Don't. Do not move. Stay here. Kaminari stayed perfectly still. He watched as Senso held the dagger tightly and walked towards the door. Since so hesitated to raise the doorknob, he turned his head and took one good look at Kaminari's confused yet weary face before grabbing the doorknob, turning it, and opening the door. As soon as his whole body stepped out, Sinso closed the door quickly so the blonde wouldn't get out. The girl left walking down the stairs as the knocks on the doors increased more. Sinso had reached down the stairs and was now standing in front of the doors. Sinso, I, Sinso, I know you're in here. Open up. Sinso blinked. He had recognized the voice. He pushed the dagger back in his hiding spot and let out a disappointing sigh. He fixed himself a bit before opening the doors. 
Behind the dwarf were two men standing tall, one with medium, wild, messy black hair, and another with long, silky, shiny blonde hair. They looked around their early thirties, and were both neatly groomed, having fine clothing and stunning jewelry decorating their bodies. Something smiled and greeting them. Aizawa, Hizashi. The man named Hizashi scoffed and placed a hand over his chest as if he had just been offended. Oh, how dare you call us by our names? We're your parents and told us you'd address us like it. Since the left of his mother's child was whining, but nonetheless complied to his wishes. Hello, mother and father. Hizashi scolded gleefully and rushed to take the child in his loving arms. Since was being smushed by his mother's bear hugs and tried to let himself free, but it was all worthless. The other man, Aizawa, watched in front, in front of him without saying a word. His tired eyes just narrowed and kept looking at his quest son, making Sinso extremely nervous. Sinso finally let go of his son after some more hugging and took one good look at him. You look and smell different, his eyes narrowed. What have you been up to? Sinso was breathed and sweat started forming on his nipples. Uh, <laughs> nothing really, just... You know, the usual. Does the usual consist of having a new love interest and a blonde at that? Both mother and son turned to face Isla, whose eyes were going bright red and had a pissed off look on his face. His eyes he looked at himself, his face displaying pure, pure bodily horror. Worry. Is this true? he asked. Since he turned his head from his mother's view and didn't say anything. Hizashi took that stance and figured that what Hizashi was saying was correct. Sanso had, in fact, found another love interest. Sanso, answer me, either growl. Do you or do you not have another love interest? Annoyed by his father's tone of voice, Sanso turned to face him and yelled, So what if I do? It didn't matter to you at all. Both husband and wife sighed fine surprise. Aida was blood started to boil. Hizashi kept switching between looking at the son's pissed face and his husband's deadly glare. You know what happened with him, and now you have another? Senso, do you not know what this means? Aizal yelled, his voice raising. He could get killed. Even worse, he'll kill you. Aizal, so I just calm down. I know, Senso yelled back, his eyes fluttering his voice correct. I witnessed firsthand what exactly would happen. You don't think I don't? You don't think I know? Do you honestly think I do not know the problems this fl the sit will bring? And why are you doing this again? You've been through enough already. Aizawa tried to reason with his son. He wouldn't come to understand the problem with this relationship of this little brain. Send the boy back where he came from and keep yourself safe for God's sake. I don't want to see my son crying in pain because another one of his lovers died in his arms. Kaminari isn't going to die. What happened to him will not happen to Kaminari. I'll make sure that those bastards don't touch a strand of hair on his head. Calm down, you two, Izasi intervened between his son and husband, trying his best to end the fight that started between them. Stop arguing and let's just talk it out like civilized people. Nothing bad will happen to both Sinso and this Kaminari kid. Izasi let on his side and continued to talk even though he knew the next words he'd say will hurt his son's feelings. If you couldn't protect him, how can you expect to protect this Kaminari? Sinso was about to respond before they heard the sound of wood creeping. Father, mother, and son looked up to see the bond they had been arguing about with a horrified look on his face. Who's dying?